you have this ability to to bring that in music and share it with the world and then I would like to know like what is your earliest memory of music as a child and when did you know that you had this music talent I, I mean I think music was always in my household I I I don't have a specific memory. I can actually remember back to when I was very young. I have one of those weird dyslexic memories of, you know, I can remember things from when I was two or three years old. But I, I remember, you know, my parents were not musical, but they were avid music listeners. Uh, neither of them had had the opportunity to study an instrument. Um, but I remember for my about probably sixth or seventh birthday, I had an older cousin who was super cool. Um, and he gave me a double album of the, the greats of jazz and that was my very first record that I owned and I was extremely proud of it and precious about it and I really cherished it and it actually began my love not only of jazz uh, but because jazz is a highly complex music it allowed me a window into um, I think fairly evolved forms of music even at a young age so throughout my life since then, I've listened intensely to jazz and, you know, music from all over the world, Latin America in particular, and Africa. I ran an African drumming society for a while and classical music, um, which has always been a big, big part of my life. So I studied piano. And while I loved playing piano, you know, I started when I was six, being, as I later found out in life, being dyslexic meant that I always struggled with music notation and reading so um i only ever used my ear so the teacher would play something and i would be able to copy him because i would heard it um but he wouldn't he didn't like that i mean he wanted me to be able to play it from the page um so that was frust it was frustrating yeah um it was kind of always a cumbersome experience and so in the end i just i really didn't like my piano lessons anymore uh, and i feel i didn't I felt at the time I didn't have any talent because that's basically what my piano teacher was kind of telling me is that I'm doing it the wrong way. Um, and, you know, I still joke to this day that the reason I became a music composer is that I can't read anyone else's music. So if I'm going to play, I have to play my own stuff. But then um, a very sh short time after I started piano, um, I was encouraged to, to pick up an orchestral instrument so I could have that experience in an orchestra. And I chose to play percussion. Um, and there, my teachers really pushed me up and made me feel great about playing. And they told me, you know, you have, for your age and height, you have a lot of talent. And, and they would make me play the cymbals, you know, and I couldn't even lift them. They were so heavy. So they would pick them up and put them in my hands. And then I would just do my thing, you know, count the bars and do it again. Um, so, I mean, I would argue even to this day, whether I have any particular talent, but I've definitely worked hard at it. I think if I do have a talent, it's probably more in the rhythmic area. Uh, I think I can confidently say, you know, I'm a good professional bongo player and a uh, pretty good drummer. I can hold my own on the piano and guitar. I can get done what I need to do, but ultimately the real talent one needs as a composer is in writing. And I think the primary thing, and we'll talk about this, but the primary thing that we need as a composer to be able to write is taste. Mm -hmm. As any artist, it's taste. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you, you have a talent. Why? Because Thank I you. wish I could master an instrument and I did try it as a child. I tried the flute and then I always loved the piano and, and, you know, even got my mom to buy one. But soon I realized I really didn't have that talent. I, I would be like, you know, I have some kind of dyslexia, but it wasn't challenging of reading it. It's just that I couldn't just read notes and get it out of music. I could only play what I recognized. And yes. after that, I kept joking with my friends and I would say that I could cut off my left hand if I was given the chance to sing like a Celine Dion. You on the other hand, what I listen to it and the talent I hear, you know, you're born with a soul of music. And going then back to when did you produce your first song and what is all like normally the inspiration behind your music? Well, firstly, I, I, I would I would take issue with what you said. I think if you if you, if you stuck with it, you because it, what it sounds like is you had the right passion and that's really that's your driving force. If you enjoy yeah. it, that's really all you need. And um and, and but whether whether or not you have talent, I guess when you're starting out is irrelevant because you still have to go through the process of converting something that's visual or or audible into a um, you know hand eye response, mm -hmm. and that is a complex process that takes time and immense practice. And I think the only way you can do that really is if you're um, you know, is if you're uh, passionate about it and you really enjoy it. So, you know, with my piano teacher, while eventually I kind of stopped doing piano lessons, I carried on playing piano for myself every day and working things out, figuring things out, putting on a record and then working it out. My brother bought me a book of, uh, there's a David Bowie songbook. And I was really into David Bowie at the time. And so I just learned tunes from there. And then, you know, I ended up as kind of the kid that would play the piano and we'd all stand around and sing and stuff like that. Um, I, I, so I played really all throughout my life. Um, I think I only started writing music when I was around 18, uh, left home. I was actually at medical school at that point and we had this super cool new Apple computer and a sampling system and it was very kind of nerdy. And, and I am a very nerdy composer. I like the technological aspect of it very much. Um, rather than pencil and paper and all of that. I'm all about, you know, what can we do with the, you know, the the electronic aspect of it to make it flow, to make it easier uh, and to take it into newer places. Um, but still, it was just kind of like a hobby. And I started in earnest really in my mid 20s. I was working then for the United Nations. And one of my jobs, I was a, a desk officer for technological disasters, Chernobyl and things like that. And one of my jobs was to um, create little advocacy um, PSAs or short documentaries. And typically the UN would use library music. So I asked if I could write the music and they said, knock yourself out. We don't have any budget, but if it's your show, if you want to write the music. You so I did. And that's where I discovered kind of my love of writing for picture more than being on stage, more than writing songs, I realized this is something I was better at, particularly documentary. And it gave me the latitude to bring in my love of world music and all the instruments, you know, that, that I was learning to play. 
And it was also an opening back into the incredibly diverse emotional palette that the orchestra brings. And so that's where it kind of began. And and it wasn't too long after that that I quit my job at the UN and kind of not knowing what I wanted to do, just kind of went into music because it's the only other thing I knew how to do. Uh, it was never planned. I never planned to be a composer. 